My name is Johan, and this is Beholding. I'm taking a long journey endeavoring to find out what God is like using the scriptures as my roadmap, and I'm inviting you to come with me. The podcast is our canvas, and the painting is an ever-expanding portrait of Jesus. So let's pause and take the time to behold him together. God's wrath, properly, is an aspect of his love. It is because God loves human beings with a steady, unquenchable passion that he hated apartheid, that he hates torture and cluster bombs, that he loathes slavery, that his wrath is relentless against the rich who oppose the poor. If God was not wrathful against these and so many other distortions of our human vocation, he is not loving. And it is his love determining to deal with that nasty, insidious, vicious, soul-destroying evil that causes him to send his only special son, N.T. Wright. Hi everyone, welcome to Beholding. I'm Johan, so happy that you decided to join me again today. So again, by now, you know you can check out my website to find the text version, the blog, get in contact with me, support me, support the podcast, and just connect with what I'm doing. Beholding.ca. You can find the link in the show notes as well. So last week, we finished up Revelation 5, where we read that all of created order shouted out the worthiness of Jesus and the slain lamb. Well, This week, we're already moving on to Revelation 6, the seven seals. Now, this is interesting for this podcast. We must remember that the book of Revelation is all about revealing Jesus. It's the revealing of Jesus. So the hard passages and the easy passages, they should all lead us to knowing the Son better than we do now. So here in Revelation 6, I would call this one of the harder passages. I like how Mike Bickle describes this as Jesus' battle plan. With all the chaos and all the things that could be deemed scary for many people, we know the end of the story. Jesus wins. And may he do all all that he needs to do to accomplish that purpose so that we can be with him. So here we go. We are starting with Revelation 6, 1 to 8. Bit of a longer passage. Now I watched when the Lamb opened one of the seven seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures say with a loud voice like thunder, Come! And I looked, and behold, a white horse and its rider had a bow. And a crown was given to him, and he came out conquering and to conquer. And when he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come! And out came another horse, bright red. Its rider was permitted to take peace from the earth, so that people should slay one another. And he was given a great sword. And when he opened the third seal, I heard the living creature say, Come! And I looked, and behold, a black horse, and its rider had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard what seemed to be a voice in the midst of the four creatures, saying, 
a quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and wine. And then he opened a fourth seal. I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come! And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his rider's name was Death, and Hades followed him. And they were given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill with the sword and with famine and with pestilence and by wild beasts of the earth. Now, this could be a sobering passage, but if we peer deeply enough, if we look at the Lord's intention, it should cause us to love him more. So, we're going to list these things. We got nine today. Number one, the Lamb is the one opening the seven seal judgments on the earth. Number two, he assigns one of the four living creatures to announce the first judgment. Number three, he gives authority, or the passage says a crown, to this rider on a white horse with a bow to conquer. And I would say this is the Antichrist's political aggression. So number four, he assigns another one of the four living creatures to announce the second judgment. So there's a pattern of him assigning the four living creatures to announce these judgments, which is interesting. Number five, he gives permission to the rider on the red horse to take peace away from the earth. So we see war, perhaps a world war. Number six, he assigns another one of the four living creatures to announce the third seal judgment. So number seven, he allows the rider on the black horse the one with scales in his hands to bring economic crisis and famine. Number eight, he assigns the fourth living creature to announce the fourth seal judgment. Lastly, number nine, the rider on the pale horse, whose name is Death, in which Hades followed him, was given power to kill a quarter of the earth's population with swords, famine, and beasts. So once we read them, we want to turn them into prayer to find its way into our hearts. So we're going to declare these things. Here we go. Jesus, you are the slain lamb that is opening the seals on the scrolls and releasing your judgments. You assign the four living creatures to announce the seals. These ones that cry out, holy, 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 night and day are announcing your judgments. First seal, you give authority, give a crown to the rider on the white horse, has a bow to conquer the earth, political power to this one, and you allow it. It's part of your plan. You give permission to the rider on that second seal that second judgment to take peace from the earth you allow it you allow war even a great world war conflict that third judgment you open that seal you allow the rider on that black horse to bring economic crisis to bring famine to the earth it's part of your plan you allow it. You permit the rider on that pale horse, the 
fourth judgment, that fourth seal that you break. You permit the rider to take a quarter of the Earth's population for them to die with swords, hunger and famine, and wild beasts. How do you allow it? It's part of your plan. Jesus, we say we trust you. We thank you that you do have a plan, that you know where it's going. You know exactly how it will play out. You've already given us the ending to the story. We thank you for the words of Paul where he says, to live is Christ and to die is gain. So we say, do what you need to do to accomplish your purposes and to take your inheritance, to take your kingdom, to take your place here on the earth where you will rule and reign for eternity. And Jesus, we thank you that you are just, that you are true and all your ways are perfect. Don't let these things offend us. God, we ask that you will give us unoffendable hearts as we read them. We want to be for you. We don't want to be against you. We want to say, yes, your judgments are right. Your judgments are true and just. And you love righteousness. You hate all things wickedness and your judgments are righteous. We love you, Jesus, and we say, come. Even so, we say, come, Lord Jesus, come. So how do these things make you feel? Is there offense in your heart when you read them? Do you have questions? The Lord wants you to bring them all before him. Lay them at his feet. He will guide you. He will pull you through these things and give you revelation of his heart and you will love him more. If you got comments, if I missed something, you have a story, testimony, I'd love to hear about it. Just visit beholding.ca. Thank you for taking this exciting journey with me. We'll talk to you again next week. May God give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him.